This is Colin, he has a problem He has a lot of DVDs and some of them he hasn't seen So he's gonna grab his son and they're gonna watch each one until the pile is empty These films are still under wraps, still under wraps Unwatched, unloved and still under wraps, still under wraps, still under These films are unwatched, unloved and still under wraps Greetings, my friends. We are all interested in the future, for that is where you and I are going to spend the rest of our lives. And remember, my friends, future events such as these will affect you in the future. <laughs> it's... it's... <laughs> You, no, no, you, you, you are interested in the unknown, the mysterious, the unexplainable. That is why you are here. I'm... And now, for the first time, we are bringing to you the full story of what happened on that faithful day. I think that's meant fateful. to be fateful. Mm. Yes. We are giving you all the evidence based only on the secret testimonies of the miserable souls who survived this terrible, terrifying ordeal. I'm going to stop there. But my friends, can your heart stand the shocking facts about the grave robbers from outer space? Hence the name of the film, Plan 9 from Outer Space. I could yeah. stand it. Um, I could stand it. Um, hello. I, I probably didn't need to. Hello and... And welcome to Still Under Wraps. That film that I just quoted that from is not the film that we're going to be watching no. tonight. Um, <laughs> uh, so, yes. However, I think we, we may get to see a little bit of possibly that. I don't know. Hi, I'm his fellow film watcher, compadre and son, Thomas. Hi, hello. Oh, did I not? <laughs> no, you didn't. I did introduce you as my friends. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> ah, as opposed to dear listener so about oh uh, four four hours four four three four hours ago i i watched a film called plan nine from outer space and and it was a film <laughs> It was a film, but one thing's for sure. Inspector Clay is dead. Mm. Murdered. Yes. And somebody's responsible. Yes. And with lines like that. Um, yes. What are we watching tonight? Tonight? What is the relevance of all the, that stuff that has just occurred uh, in, in relation to the film that we're watching tonight. We apologise for this wildly rambling intro. <laughs> this break in normal transmission. Uh, yes. So, tonight we're watching a film about the director behind Plan 9 from Outer Space. It's, it's a Tim Burton film. That doesn't have music from Danny Elfman. Does star Johnny Depp. No, still not Danny Elfman. The film is called Ed Wood. 
please, please, Thomas, read the blurb on the back of the Blu-ray because we're going to be watching this in high def. Mm. As opposed to the film Plan 9 from Outer Space. Which which I watched in a, 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 a fan-colorised edit with a couple of things that had obviously been added there by whoever was responsible. There were some names on a gravestone at one point, and somebody had put a photo in a picture frame that I'm pretty sure was not the oh, directorial seriously? intent. Oh, okay. Look, that was the first um, decent version that I came mm. across with the search that I used. Since then, I did another search for a, um, a reasonable black and white, because it was filmed in black and white. Uh, and I will link the uh, YouTube video that I came across that the sound, the, the audio and the visual is, is fairly decent. So just to give you some background about the brilliance of Edward's directorial uh, talents. Brilliant is, is certainly a word. Yes. Please. That's where that sentence ends. Uh, however, Tim Burton, Tim Burton, and I have heard some people say, including a dear listener, that this is probably one of Tim Burton's best films. Uh, that remains to be seen, but this is what we're in for. Anyway, enough derailing. I'm going to read the description now. Please, Thomas, uh, read the description. Most of this is self-congratulatory on several levels. Uh, so, two sentences? Okay, two sentences are left over after I've cut all that out. Johnny Depp stars as the high-spirited director who never let terrible reviews or hostile studio executives derail his big-screen dreams. With an oddball collection of showbiz misfits... Ed takes the art of bad movie making to an all-time low. Still not Danny Elfman. Oh, okay. Uh, okay, so we're going to watch that and determine whether it is a better film than Plan 9 from Outer Space. I have no doubt that it will be. Um, and whether it remains on the shelf, because at the moment... It is unwatched, unloved, and still under wraps. Mm. Thomas is about to do something about that. He is going to... <laughs> this is like watching him open birthday presents. No, I can handle that. <laughs> this is this is not like opening birthday presents. Use one of your talons to... Birthday presents are wrapped in order to be opened at a later date. <laughs> oh, 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 I'm hearing promising sounds from the wrapper of the Blu-ray. He's, he's almost... Blu-ray wrapping is designed to be opened after years of effort and research. Uh, just out of interest, the sticker that's on that case, what does mm. it say? It's uh, buy one get buy two get one free. Excellent. And how much was? Where did it go? Is it there? It would have been twelve ninety eight. Right, twelve ninety eight. 
$12.98 for a Blu-ray of a Tim Burton film. An old Tim Burton film, though. Yes. A, a, a pre-Disney Tim Burton film. Okay, so the wrapper... Mm, lovely biodegradable plastic. It's cellophane. Right. Possibly. Probably. Maybe. Perhaps. Who's to say? Who is to say? I am not to say. Okay, so the cases are... Oh, sorry, the, the wrapper is open. Thomas is going to uncase and discover a disc inside. He's going to take that disc out. He's going to pop it in the machine. We're going to hope that the Blu-ray player will read it. We're going to watch Tim Burton's Edward. Oh, hold on. No, it's not pre-Disney Tim Burton, because oh. this is a touchstone feature. Oh, dear. Okay, so he he already had fingers in the Disney pie at that stage. Mm. So there we go. Um, and determine whether this film stays on the shelf. I'm looking forward to it. I hope uh, Thomas is too. And What are my options? <laughs> <laughs> and we'll catch you on the flip side. Turn to side B. Mongrel. was Ed Wood. Let's talk about Plan 9 from Outer Space. <laughs> Let's. This is a spoiler break, so if you don't want spoilers, then leave before this sound. Plan 9 from Outer Space is not a good film. I I didn't enjoy Plan 9 from Outer Space. I, I didn't find it terrible. I didn't find it to be objectionable it just wasn't good no no uh, i i think i think the worst film ever made accolade doesn't apply no i i have seen and i none of them spring to mind but i have seen worse movies than plan nine from outer space but plan nine from outer space is not a good movie no the the dialogue is is clunky, and the the acting is is not very good. The continuity is shot. Mm. Uh, the, the the day for night is obviously day for night. Yes, and in a lot of cases, as was mentioned in the uh, uh, film we've just watched, uh, it 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 
cut from day to night mid scene. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. Okay. And it all looks like it was shot in about one take because it was all shot in one take. In one take. <laughs> yes. Okay. All, all that being said, what's your point? <laughs> My point is that Ed Wood, the film, mm-hmm. is a good film. Yes. I hated it. Really? No. (laughs) (laughs) It was rubbish. It was terrible. It was short. I loved it. It was great. Yeah. (laughs) No, it, it was really, on so many different levels, a, a good film. Um... Its heart was entirely in the right place. Mm. Uh, it was deliberately filmed in such a way that if it just edged slightly to the left, it would be firmly a B-grade movie. Mm. Deliberately. Yes. But I don't think it ever stepped over that line. It, it was... A work of art in that respect, Mm. in that it was portraying a story in much the same way that Edward would have told his Mm. own story, I think. This was a passion project about passion projects. Yes, yes. Um, And uh, I never felt that... um, Tim Burton was making fun of anyone in no. that film. Um, in the context of their environment and in the context of their passions and their um, beliefs and their desires, he portrayed them as honestly as they probably would have wanted to be portrayed, Mm. which is not to say that it was accurate. No. Um, Because I think each each of the characters was filmed in the lens of their own eyes. Mm. Um, Ed Wood, a crazy, crazy man. (laughs) Um, But I I loved him. Mm. Um, I, I, yeah, I, I never was uh, I never felt him being ridiculed. No. It it was never a a cruel and vindictive way in which it was portrayed, even though through watching that, you realise exactly how clueless he was. Mm. Um, And and I, I... I copped it on the chin quite a bit myself in, you know, fooling myself into believing that I can slap a film together mm. and, 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 you know, have it even remotely uh, be of any brilliance. Uh, you know, maybe I'm being harsh on myself, but... A little. Uh, but... but just through watching that and, and, and through the, the, the one-take things, mm. I, I certainly know that there are a number of times where 
I was at least conscious of, no, we've got to film that shot again. Um, but there were also occasions where I have, that's going to have to do. <laughs> but but again, uh, still the feeling of, gee, I wish I could take that shot again. But, you know, we're not going to get this finished if we, we keep waiting, uh, you know, keep reshooting and what have you. But he was... Oblivious to, or, or portrayed as being oblivious to, and mm. and certainly the films of his that I have seen, he was oblivious to the fact that, um, yeah, if <laughs> if your crew is saying, look, maybe you should reshoot that shot, um, yeah, yeah, possibly you should. <laughs> ah, nah, it's re- it's real. It's it's real. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear um and yet they all stuck with him it was <laughs> because they were all just a little crazy and, and and along for the ride and they believed in him to for the most part uh, again going on the fact that this film is I can only hope to believe that, say, 50% of it is accurate. Mm. And it is a work of um, non-fictional fiction Mm. or something. Uh, and, And I think it was presented in such a way that there was no question about that. You know, all the way through... It was a case of this could be very, very real or that never happened. Mm-hmm. And I don't care. It's wonderful storytelling. And certainly, again, the evidence that you and I have seen of his productions mm-hmm. um, suggests that there, there's an element of truth. <laughs> there has to be for this to be the result uh, that we have seen. So... Yeah. Let's let's take a a, a sidebar into a, a a very short segment on meta jokes of our time, and that one joke about dress colours. <laughs> <laughs> so, this film, this film is in black and white the whole way through. Yes. And about halfway through. We're, we're shooting a film, and we want to know what dress is good for this character. And we're given a choice between a red dress and a green, and a dress. green dress. This is a black and white film. And so, Edward asks one of the crew which one of these works well i think he was ostensibly the cinematographer that he mm, he asked yes. <laughs> so, which someone should who should have an eye for what's going to look good on camera he's color blind <laughs> he is color blind um and <laughs> i i think it's interesting in that uh, just prior to recording we were talking about uh the academy awards that this particular film won and one was for Martin Landau, who played Bella Lugosi, as uh, best 
best actor uh, or best, best supporting? supporting? Yeah, best supporting. Um, best supporting actor and uh, best best makeup. Best makeup, which and, which was given for their work on Martin Landau as Bella Lugosi. Bella Lugosi, yes. But I I, I joked with Thomas that uh, you, wouldn't you feel ripped off that everybody else who was going for best makeup had to worry about thousands of different colours and, and, and getting them right, whereas uh, these guys only had to deal with blacks and whites. But anywho, it's... Uh, I... I loved Johnny Depp, mm. which is really hard for me to say because I have become very jaded over his performances and him as a person. Um didn't feel that with this film mm. and he uh, again he hammed it up mm. as did every single character but again to the level of if he hams it up just a little bit too much it's it's gone into mm. b-grade territory and there were scenes where they were filming on set where those characters who were just on the edge pushed it the little mm. bit further to, whilst they were performing their scenes and then dropped back to the other side of the mm. line. It was beautifully done, I these, thought. These are, for the most part, sympathetic performances. Yeah, yep. Um, yes. I, uh, I'm, <laughs> I, I, I have tears in my eyes, and which I wasn't expecting um maybe i was expecting a more uh straight line um uh, autobiographical production this but is a you Tim Burton film. yeah and and I, I still knew that um but i wasn't expecting how it played out and the further I got through it, I thought, this is the only way you could tell this story. La larger than life, um, be because the whole premise is larger than life, and all the characters within it were larger than life within their own worlds. It's, um, you know, even Orson Welles' performance, or um, the guy who played Orson Welles, mm. It, it was a caricature, um, but again, to the level of, um, you know, t toned to the right level. Mm. Um, y you you knew it was someone playing Orson Welles. So, I mean, mm. more more reasons than, than one, but uh, yes, uh, the the lines that he delivered were were possibly works of fic again you, you just didn't know the the lines were always blurred whether that event even happened the lines were blurred that event is fictional yeah. yes yeah F fair enough but it, it was right yes it was absolutely right um and look i i, I feel like i'm raving about it too much um, mm. because it, it wasn't a perfect film. No. Um, there, there were some flat places in it, and um, and it was a little long as, as far mm -hmm. as 
you know, that they could well have dropped a whole uh, movie production out mm. of it, um, possibly. But uh-huh. I, I, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> it was it was right. Um, yeah. This this is a film about acceptance. This this is a film about being a little weird and it's still working out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> to an extent, obviously. Yeah. In in many ways what Edward did did not work out. <laughs> no. No. But it's it's interesting. In in this film, Edward is correctly portrayed as a transvestite, someone who wears clothing of the other gender, quote unquote, stereotype. Yeah. And that's fine. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah, you're allowed to do that. And you can't really let people stop you because otherwise you're not you're not going to be happy no no um so so that was handled sympathetically mm. uh and respectfully um bella lugosi was a um a drug addict for a mm. good good 20 years and and that was handled also um respectfully Mm. but also showing how much uh, it destroyed him mm. and and but 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 also you could understand why he fell into that you know the 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 roles that went to mm. other other people and the the, the dramas that he had with uh, you know playing the sidekick too. <laughs> Boris Karloff. Um, it was <laughs> who went on to be less successful. Um, well, well, it's, uh, I think it's said in, in the closing yeah, credits. He's memorabilia. Yeah, me- memorabilia. Was. Um, yes, Bella Lugosi uh, memorabilia fetches uh, more higher prices than uh, Karloff. Karloff. Yes. Um, yeah. Look. Yes, that that is definitely staying on the shelf, uh, just for the pure, quirky, uh, respectfulness mm. that that it has, and it makes me appreciate Plan Nine from Outer Space a mm. little more. And I yes, <laughs> and I, I was I admit wondering whether they would handle the uh, the aircraft cockpit scene and and they did touch on it just in the right way <laughs> oh, where's where's the cockpit scene as as it's being assembled directly behind it uh, yes loved it yeah from what is clearly a production door <laughs> and and yes. some some hastily constructed arches, arches yes <laughs> The, the control joysticks. I still get a kick out of that. Anyway, anywho, um, as I say, I'm going to put uh, links 
in the show notes to a decent YouTube version of Plan 9 from Outer Space so that you can experience the, the joys of the uh, director, directoral and production skills of Ed Wood. And uh, I, I respect him a little more now. Mm. And in that respect, uh, yeah, th- this film did a great job. Do you have anything you wish to add concerning uh, Edward? No, I think I got to everything. Yep. Cool. Cool. Um, so, yep, staying on the shelf, and let's move on. Yes, let's. What's on the shelf? You know it's probably DVDs. We've had a number of editions this week. All in before the deadline. All before the deadline. Thank you, everyone, for getting in there before the deadline. I was hastily adding the uh, them because I've had a, a bit of a busy day, but uh, you all got in on the deadline, and so you all made it. And uh, I added them whilst I was eating my dinner. And shouted across some questions to me in the other room. <laughs> Thomas, have you seen X? Well, <clears throat> yes. yes and no. Yes and no. Hokey dokey. So we now have how many, Thomas? 58. That number just keeps on getting bigger and bigger. We do not seem to be reducing that number. No. <laughs> Which tends to be the case when you only draw one a week and you get four or five uh, submissions a week. So mm. that's the way it is. And it's fun, isn't it, everybody, dear listener? Good. So let's. Uh, sorry, fifty-eight. Uh, sorry, what did you say? Yes, I said fifty-eight. Okay. I, I. So would you roll the randomizing random randomometer? Okay. I already, I already did it. Well, we were rambling on. Yeah, but you didn't say powered by random. Oh, powered by random dot org. Gee. Yeah, I'd... The, 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 the show's just falling apart. Let's face it. We're breaking up. <laughs> so. The number is. 27. And the film is. Well, it's a submission from Jeff. Hey, Jeff. And Jeff submits. The Adventures of Robin Hood. Specifically, the one with Errol Flynn. The one with Errol Flynn. Now, I would just like to point out, just as an aside, that my mother went to the same high school as Errol Flynn, but nowhere near the same year. She's much, much younger than the dearly departed Errol Flynn. And there is also a takeaway shop uh, less than a kilometre away that is named after Errol Flynn's cat. It's called Bez Moody. So there we go. So, um, yes, Errol Flynn grew up in Tasmania, and uh, or at least went through his high school years in, in Tasmania. All that being said, have you seen The Adventures of Robin Hood star- starring Errol Flynn? No, I haven't. <laughs> no, uh, Thomas has not seen that. Is it on the shelf? I haven't said whether I've seen it. Is it on the shelf? Is it on the shelf? No, it's not on the shelf. Have you seen it? (laughs) 
look, I think I marked no on the list. You did I, not. Okay, mark good. No on the list because I, I, I guess I'm still umming and ahhing. I believe I have seen it during uh, one of those Saturday afternoon uh, shows. They're all a bit of a blur. The old Errol Flynn. Mm. Um, um, swashbuckling adventures type of things but I do believe I'm going to give Jeff the benefit of the doubt and give a point for me having seen it so at the moment we're sitting at one point yes it's not on the shelf does it receive a multiplier well, I'm sure that Jeff knew that Errol Flynn grew up in Tasmania and that I grew up in Tasmania not only that Thomas grew up in Tasmania. So, without sta- starting a land war in Asia, I think we can safely say that he does not believe that um, that's a really out there guess. So, I'm not going to give him a multiplier. <laughs> well, okay then. <laughs> oh, should I? Should I? Um... No, no, I'm not going to. <laughs> not going to. And Jeff's screaming at me if he still listens because I've been harsh and horrible. But um, no, no, we're we're going to leave that at one point. So Jeff is uh, already well and truly on the the leaderboard, mm-hmm. and that notches him one step up. Uh, well, it notches him one point up. It, well, it, sorry, one point it up. It does not, not move one, him not, not in the leaderboard. No steps up, but points up, yes. Okay, thanks, Jeff, for your contribution. And uh, please don't be discouraged. We ask you to um, please continue adding to this ever-growing list. And let's move on. Shake the phone and pick a film and then we'll watch the film next week. I had someone ask me exactly how many films are left on the list and I gave him a rough estimate Mm. um, in in that we're getting close to the end of season two, Mm -hmm. which is uh, we we arbitrarily decided that 26 seems to be... um, the the number of episodes in a season, and we're about to. I, I was pretty sure that we'd get one more full season. Yeah, but I'm a little hazy on that. Yes, it might be slightly more than that. That's right. Uh, I, I'm and, definitely and not saying it's less. That wasn't helped by throwing in a Christmas special that wasn't in the original count mm. either. So. Um, so yeah, but there, there's certainly um, another season of at least twenty six in there, and we we wouldn't uh, we we'd just stretch the season out to um, release the last dregs anyway. So that, that gives you some idea. That all that being said, um, Thomas is going to give the iPad a shake, and I shall hope that it's a really great film that we can all look forward to uh, talking about next week and the film is the 1986 film playing Beatty Bow 
playing Beady Bow. An interesting on-the-shelf film um, because it's a bit of Australian science fiction. Right. A bit of Australian time-travelling science fiction. Uh, I use science fiction in that time travel is involved. So, Mm. uh, yes. And uh, it could be a major disappointment or not, but... It's certainly, at the time of its release, everyone was excited and whole swathes of uh, um, Sydney um, around the Rocks area were cordoned off for filming Mm -hmm. scenes and what have you. So, um, But it's a film I have never seen. So that's what we're watching next week. A bit of Australiana. And we hope that you can join us next week when we watch that and uh, decide whether after watching it stays on the shelf like Edward is going to yeah and on that note Thomas do you have anything you wish to add any shout outs to our dear listener no no he doesn't like you (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, on that note, we'll catch you next week. Bye. You have been listening to Still Under Wraps. Your hosts were Colin, who produces and edits the show, and Thomas, who makes the artwork and music. Still Under Wraps is recorded in the Deranged Cat Studios in scenic Tasmania, Australia. Movies are selected at random through My Movies, an excellent piece of movie collection software. You can find links to that, as well as our quote-unquote blog and our Facebook group, in the show notes. Still Under Wraps is a High Hello production. Have you seen The Adventures of Errol Flynn starring Robin Hood? Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> the Adventures of Errol Flynn yes, starring Robin Hood. Mm. No, I haven't. <laughs> Playing bit bit bow. Um which button? That one. Yep, Yep. still that one. Still that one.